Hello and thank you for joining us. You're listening to Words of Welcome, the teaching ministry of Welcome Baptist Church, Heathfield. Good morning. We are looking today at Matthew chapter 7, verses 1 to 6. I was originally uh, just given verse 6 to do, but since we haven't covered the rest of it, I'm going to go from verse 1. So Andy had given me the greatest title of what Jesus says about dogs, pigs and pearls. Um, So to try and keep it snappy, let's call it what Jesus says about logs, dogs, pigs and pearls this morning. Matthew chapter 7, verses 1 to 6. Do not judge, or you too will be judged. For in the same way you judge others, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Why do you look at the speck of sawdust in someone else's eye? and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye. How can you say, let me take the speck out of your eye, when all the time there is a plank in your own eye? You hypocrite. First, take the plank out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from the other person's eye. Do not give dogs what is sacred. Do not throw your pearls to pigs. And if you do, they may trample them under their feet and then turn and tear you to pieces. Some strong words from Jesus here. So let's unpack them a little bit. We've we've been through a big chunk of Jesus' teaching so far. So Jesus is given us the Beatitudes, his upside down kingdom. He's shown us how he's gonna welcome the outsiders in. He's gone through some of the laws and said, you have heard it said, but I say, where people have lowered their standards, where they've tried to skirt around the edges of things, getting as close to getting it wrong as they can without quite crossing the line. And then on the flip side, when he talked to us about giving, praying and fasting, He said, stop being so religious about it. You've lost the heart of what these things are about. These things are about seeking after God's heart. And now we're looking at the way that we treat other people. Do not judge or you too will be judged, verse one. Well, that's interesting because we kind of know that we are gonna be judged by God one day. One day we will have to stand before him and answer for our lives here on earth. But in the same way that you judge others, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Now, God isn't, Jesus is not talking here about having good judgment. He's not talking about being a good judge of character. He's not talking about having discernment about other people. He's talking about being judgmental. He's talking about being overly harsh, overly critical, 
offering correction where you have no right to do so. Have you ever looked at somebody else and seen them getting it wrong, seen them failing, messing up, and felt just a tiny bit smug? Have you ever watched someone else get it wrong and felt better about yourself because you would never be so foolish as to make the same mistake as they have? Jesus is referring to the Old Testament law of retaliation, which actually was put in place to stop people being able to just take their revenge, to stop an eye for an eye and a tooth from a tooth from actually taking place in reality. And Jesus is saying here, if you use your own standard to judge other people instead of my standard, you go ahead, but be warned because I might use your standard to judge you too. So God's standard of judging is this. God is holy and righteous. He has the right to judge. And we all have sinned and fallen short of his glory, all. But God so loved the world that he gave his son so that whoever, all who believe in him, wouldn't perish but would have eternal life. So God does judge because he is holy and righteous, but he judges with mercy and with grace. He has made a way for us to get to his righteousness. Very simply, mercy is not getting the punishment that you deserve, and grace is getting the blessing that you do not deserve. So that is how God judges us. When we judge and criticize other people, that's not the standard that we use. And I don't know about you, but when I stop and think about it, I really, really don't wanna stand before God one day and have him judge me the way I have judged other people sometimes. That's what he's saying here. Be very careful about being judgmental towards other people because you might find your own standards coming back to you and our standards are not as kind as God's. Then we move on to offering up correction to other people, verses three to five. And here, we need to understand that the context is specifically about those who are already in the body of Christ. This is not about the way we correct anybody and everybody. This is about the way that we deal with each other. Why do you look at the speck of sawdust in someone else's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye? How can you say, let me take the speck out of your eye when all the time there is a plank in your own eye? Jesus is being deliberately funny here. It's a really funny image when you actually stop and think about it. So just really try and imagine it for a moment. You've got person A over here and they have a great big log, like a branch of a tree coming out of one of their eyes and it's coming right out in front of them. 
And then you've got person B over here and they've got a bit of a watery red eye because there's just a little something in there that they can't quite get out and it's a bit sore and a bit irritated. You know that feeling, you've had a bit of something in your eye. So person A with this great big log, they can't see anything out here, but they just managed to catch, oh yeah, no, you, you do have something in your eye. Let me help you with that. And they go to help. And what happens? They're just gonna bash into the other person with the log. They're just gonna take them out. Jesus is saying, when you've got your own stuff and your stuff is always right up here, so it affects your vision. When you have your own stuff that you haven't dealt with or even started dealing with, how do you think you can help someone else and certainly, how do you think you can help them without causing more harm and more damage to them? This doesn't mean that we need to be perfect before we're allowed to help each other out. This doesn't mean we have to be perfect before we're allowed to say to somebody, are you sure? Are you sure about that course of action? Are you sure that's the best way that you can do things? But it does mean that first, we have to submit ourselves to God's discipline. It does mean that first, we have to humble ourselves before him and make ourselves right with him. If you just would jump into Hebrews chapter 12 with me for a minute, starting at verse four. Some words about discipline. In your struggle against sin, you have not yet resisted to the point of shedding your blood. And have you completely forgotten this word of encouragement that addresses you as children? It says, my son, my daughter, do not make light of the Lord's discipline and do not lose heart when he rebukes you because the Lord disciplines those he loves and he chastens everyone he accepts as his child. Endure hardship as discipline, for God is treating you as his children. For what children are not disciplined by their father? If you are not disciplined and everyone undergoes discipline, then you are not legitimate children at all. Moreover, we've all had parents who disciplined us and we respected them for it. How much more should we submit to the Father of spirits and live? Our parents disciplined us for a little while as they thought best, but God disciplines us for our good that we may share in his holiness. No discipline seems pleasant at the time, but painful. Later on, however, it produces a harvest of righteousness and peace for those who have been trained by it. What children are not disciplined by their parents? Generally, children with disinterested parents. When we're disciplined by our parents, they do it imperfectly, no matter how much they love us. When God disciplines us, he does it with perfect love, with perfect knowledge of who we are, and with absolute knowledge of what is the best for us. He disciplines us because he loves us, 
because he wants to produce a harvest of righteousness and peace in our lives and in the lives of those around us. When we have submitted to God's discipline, then we can have empathy for others. Then we know the discomfort and the pain of walking through God saying, really, are you sure about that? Then we can genuinely, authentically, compassionately walk beside them and say, I've been there. I know how painful it is. This is what I learned along the way. This is how God dealt with me. We can, with humility, offer up our own mistakes to others so that they can learn from it. We can say, here's how I got it wrong and here's what I learned. Here's what I had to do. And we need to have humility to receive that from each other too, to be willing to learn from each other's mistakes and not be so proud as to think we wouldn't make that same mistake. And Revelation 3, chapter 19, in one of the letters to one of the churches, God says to them, those whom I love, I rebuke and discipline. So be earnest and repent. And then he immediately goes on to say, here I am. I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with that person and they with me. So perhaps there's something here about the fact that submitting to God's discipline opens the door to deeper fellowship with him. God tells us that he disciplines us because he loves us. And then he tells us, I'm here. I'm waiting at the door to your life, at the door to your heart. I want to come in and spend time with you and eat with you and enjoy your company. Don't let anything get in the way of that. Don't let anything get in the way of your being able to enjoy the presence and the company of God to the fullest extent possible. If you have to sit through some discipline in order to experience more of him, then surely it's worth it. Verse 6 of Matthew chapter 7. Do not give dogs what is sacred. Do not throw your pearls to pigs. It feels like it's a bit of a tangent that Jesus goes off on, but he's still talking about offering correction. But here he's saying, even if you have done step one, even if you have submitted yourself to my discipline and made yourself right with me, even if you have the very best of intentions, there are still times where it is not right, where it is not needed to offer other people correction. And it is times where those people are not willing to change. Where the person to whom you are offering it is not interested, is not ready to hear it. And in those situations, all you are doing is throwing pearls to pigs. It, it's quite harsh language really because dogs and pigs at the time that Jesus said this to the Jewish people to whom he said it were the uncleanest of all animals the uncleanest of all things 
Do not give dogs what is sacred means do not throw what is holy to those who are unholy. Because at the end of the day, God has given each one of us choice. We can choose him or not. We are allowed to say no to God. If people want to, they can choose unholiness over holiness. And even for us, even when we do choose God, sometimes we still say no to him if we're really honest when he calls us further. And there are times where actually going after people with your correction, offering it no matter how lovingly and no matter how good your intentions are, will only open you up to unnecessary vulnerability, will only open you up to having them turn and tear you to pieces. And God is advising caution here. Jesus is saying, be wise, be discerning. If someone isn't ready to hear what you're saying, it might be time to leave it. It might be time to step away. It's not giving up on them. You can keep praying for them. You can wait for a better opportunity sometime in the future. But right now, are you just throwing your pearls before pigs who do not understand the value of a pearl, who only want food and who will be angry if you give them pearls instead of food? So what might we need to do as a result of hearing this word? Number one, we need to examine our hearts and ask God to reveal any judgmentalism and hypocrisy in us. And very closely related to that, number two, we need to submit ourselves to his discipline so that we can enjoy deeper fellowship with him. We need to pray the dangerous but valuable prayer of God, show me what areas of my life are not pleasing to you. Show me where I am being disobedient, willfully or without knowing. Show me where I need to submit myself to your will, to lay down my own desires, my own rights and submit to you. And finally, is there a situation in our lives, a person, a group of people, whom we've been trying to lovingly offer correction to, who are not ready and willing to hear it? Do we need to be discerning and wise and take a step back? Let's pray. Father God, thank you that you love us, that you love us just the way we are, that you love us too much to just leave us as we are, that you are a good father who wants the very best for his children and that you discipline us with love in order that we can become more like you, in order that we can experience more of you and more of your freedom. Thank you that when we confess our sins to you, you are faithful and just and you will forgive us all our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Father, show us today where we are judgmental, 
nudge us, Holy Spirit, every time we are self-righteous and hypocritical. Reveal to us the places in our lives where we need to submit to your discipline, where we need to humble ourselves before you, where we need to earnestly repent. And give us wisdom and discernment, Lord, to be good judges of character, to know when to speak and when to stay quiet, to know when to offer up the treasure that you have given us and when to keep it to ourselves. Help us to be people who are wise, people who are humble, people who encourage and challenge each other in love. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to Words of Welcome. For new episodes and more, please visit welcomebaptistchurch.uk.